Now, I didn't know why I was going to record this episode about. I didn't know. I was contemplating. I was going back and forth. I was like, man, what am I going to make this episode about? And then I realized. In order to see my community grow, in order to see my community improve, I need to put forth. I need to get the message out there that we we. We need to do a better job at accountability. Now, I know I didn't do an intro. I'm not going to do an intro. We're going to just hop right in. Like, if you're here listening, you know who I am. You know what this is. It's nothing new. There needs to be an accountability, man. Like, there's so much I want to talk about. We're going we're gonna, to, we're gonna, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about a few things. But first and foremost... Can, hey, can I complain about jobs real quick? I'm gonna complain about jobs real quick. I'm gonna complain about jobs real quick. Jobs be first. First off, whose idea was it to make? A work week 40 hours whose idea was that whose idea was it to say that the average work week is five days and then you have two days off who idea was that who idea was that I'll take it a step further whose idea was it to second that motion who agreed to it who's the stupid motherfucker who who was the the next voice that was like yo that's a good idea we should rock with that who idea was that to work five days a week to do 40 hours in five days who idea was that these jobs don't care about you dog these jobs don't care about you. Now, look, my job has been very like, you know, oh, okay, you need some time off. That's fine. You understand? My fiance, she, uh, she's having back issues with her. Uh, she's having back issues. She was kind of, you know, all weekend just, you know, oh, my back, my back, my back, whatever. And my job was like, you know, that's cool if. You know, you, you need to stay home, help her out or whatever. They'll do that. They'll these jobs will do that. You know why these jobs will do that? Because they they understand now in today's I'm just talking about for today. They don't control the the job market anymore. It's it's crazy that these jobs that provide the jobs no longer control the job market. They no longer control the job market. And they know that. Because here, here, here's the kicker, right? Jobs that are remote control the job market now. Because re, 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 um, 
working remotely has become so many people's ideal situation because a lot of people you know have kids or they be having to go to doctor's appointments or whatever the case is so they been working remote you're able to move a bit more freely and jobs that require you to be on site they're now requesting yo we're, we're understaffed and everything so we we need people to come in we need people to be in here on site to work and there are some jobs that will never go um, that will never go remote you know what I'm saying because there's some jobs that it just has to be done with people there I understand that my job is one of those jobs where you know people got to be there to, to, to get the work done but these jobs don't care about y'all man these jobs don't care about you you think that they care about you because of what? They let you have a couple of days off because your kid was sick or because you're... Like, they, they have to now. They have to do that now. Do y'all not understand that? They got to do that now. These jobs realize that they no longer control the market. They don't control the market anymore. Jobs that um, provide remote working uh, that requires like that requires working remotely and job seekers control the job market now. It's like during the pan, maybe maybe not during, but since the pandemic, if you if you worked during the pandemic and you saw everybody out here being able to move about because maybe they're working remote, or maybe some people was collecting unemployment checks, and then you were still dragging your behind to and from work yeah if you're like me you're a little bitter you're a little bitter that some people got a chance to just stay home and work or there was people that didn't have to work at all and they just got unemployment checks if you are like me and you had to work in 2020 and in 2021 you're a little bitter you're a little jaded if you're like me, I'm bitter. I'm jaded. I hate that I had to work during that time period. I was working a physical demanding job. You know what I'm saying? And even when I started working an office job, for some reason they wouldn't go remote, which made no sense, but they wouldn't go remote either. So here I am just sitting here. Thinking to myself, when will I ever get a job where I can work remotely? When? It's not fair. 
everybody else. See, during 2020, I saw people calling it a pandemic. Not a pandemic, but a pandemic. Everybody was making money. People was getting their unemployment checks, staying at home, and then a lot of people just picked up, you know, streaming, podcasting, getting their unemployment checks. That's how they was making their money. And, and, and now, two years later, they are, you know what I'm saying, on a whole new plateau. They're in a whole new tax bracket. My fiance and I were talking about it, and she was just saying how it wasn't fair that some people was able, like, some people had off for a whole year, and they were just making, you know what I'm saying, residuals off of their um, unemployment checks. And she had, a, she worked throughout the whole year. I worked. And we still didn't have time to do things on our own for ourselves. And it's funny looking at now how some of these jobs are have gone like full on remote and like they don't plan on going back. Like there's some jobs they just they've gone remote. Like if you're listening right now. Maybe you work on a job that's remote and your job is not like going back. Like they just like, nah, because our overhead is covered. You know what I'm saying? With everybody being out of the building, like, I mean, I don't blame some of these owners or whoever. Like, yeah, let's just stay remote. Everybody just stay home or whatever. Now I'm getting ready to start a job where I'll be working from home. Um, Starting in August, and I'm excited. Uh, my fiance works from home. My sister works from home, and they were both telling me, like, you know, it's not, it's not everything that you think it is. It's not everything that you think it is. It's not as easy as you think. <laughs> it's not as easy as I think. It's not as easy as I think. For the last 11 years that I've been working, I've been working at jobs where you had to stand on your feet the entire night, the entire time that you were at work, lifting stuff, twisting, twisting my body, lifting objects, lifting, like being asked, oh, can you lift up to 75 pounds? Like having, having to answer those questions on applications and now I finally get to sit at home. There's jobs that I had to walk to get to. 4.7 miles, five miles, three, three and a half miles. I had to walk to get to these jobs and then do physical labor. Once I get there, working eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, 20 days straight, no day off. I get to be at home. I get to be at home now. And they were just like, no, you going to hate it. You're not going to like it. It's not as easy as you think. It's not as easy as you think. You know, you start putting on weight. You're going to be bored. Listen. After 11 years, do you know how long it's going to take me before I'm bored? You know how long that's going to take me? 
until I get bored working from home. Dude, y'all don't understand. And then I know there's people that says, well, now your your home becomes your cubicle. And now I don't even like being at home anymore. Man, go apply to one of those jobs that you got to be to at 6 in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, 5 in the morning. Man, you're going to be running back to your uh, little computer desk. Looking to sign on and clock in. I'm gonna get tired of working from home. Man, y'all don't realize how long it's gonna take me before I even start to get an inkling of being tired of just rolling out of bed and un and waking up my computer by moving my mouse. Boom. Law dead. Logged in, signed in. They talking about I'm going to get bored. Man, let me find that out for myself. I ain't getting bored. I am not getting bored. Trust me. I ain't going to be bored. Like, this is exactly what I've been praying on. Praying on, praying for. As soon as I was like, man, working from home. This is this is exactly what I wanted. Being able to work from home, man. Having the opportunity and the chance to do this. I'm going to seize the opportunity. I'm going to seize it. I've been I've been needing this because now you know, having these jobs where I'm I'm walking to work and I'm I'm walking for almost 2 hours to get to work. And then having to do a physical demanding job on top of that. It, it's tiring. It's, 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 it's tough still trying to find it. And, and then having two children that are, you know, virtually toddlers. My, my son is six. My daughter is three. She'll be turning four on Monday. And then you have a relationship that you have to try and fit on that balance beam as well. It's tiring. It's exhausting. Like emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, you get you start to like wear down and be tired. And like trying to balance those things, and then still trying to find ways to have time to. Oh well, I'm gonna record my podcast, or I'm a live stream on Twitch. It's exhausting. It's tiring, but now it's like I'm at a point where it's like, man, here I am, man. Here I am. Being able to work from home, like, I'm just uber excited. This is exactly what I needed. Like, I can finally have the the energy and the, and the attitude to push things further that I that I really want to accomplish. I don't want to work for the rest of my life. I, I want to get into a lot of not a lot, but there's some there's like one or two other things that I want to really get into. Podcasting is one of them. And just simply not having the the, the energy to do it has been disappointing, but now is but now it comes a point where 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 accountability comes in. 
and you can no longer make the excuses. Now everything falls on you. Now it's like, man, if if things don't work out, like and and that's the thing. Like sometimes you know, say you can pray to God and be like, God, if you just let me get this, God, if you bless me with this, man, I just I just need a break. I just I just never can catch a break. And then something comes your way that is almost exactly what you've asked for. And we still find a way to squander it. And then we blame everybody else. My fiance and I were talking about this tonight. And now I want to have this conversation with y'all. And I, and I hope that y'all are listening. And I hope that y'all chime in. I hate hearing people say. Not not that people are saying it about me, but the, you know what they say about themselves. Man, I'm just a product of my environment. What? You're a product of your environment. I don't buy that. I don't buy that whole, I'm just a product of my environment. I don't buy that. Y'all want to know why I don't buy it? Because you know right from wrong. You know what breaking the law is like you you know these things how are you going to sit up here and say you're a product of your environment you were stupid you were stupid got caught after breaking the law and now you're in jail you you are not a product of your environment now i'm not sitting up here saying that things that you have experienced uh, loved ones that you've lost doesn't cause you to doesn't cause you to like it it affects things of the past affects the future we don't even think that it would but a lot of things in the past has affected us currently and things that we do presently will affect our future we don't we don't look that far ahead and, and and think, oh man, I wonder if it's almost like playing a video game. It's like playing one of those like telltale games like Walking Dead or whatever. It's like you think, you know, not arresting that person. Like, I don't know, it's just th- things you do affect the outcome of the game. That's just what it is. And sometimes we don't weigh out the options. Sometimes we don't even think about consequences, even into our adulthood. But you can't say that you are a product of your environment when there may be somebody from exactly where you're from and they became wealthy. You you got to stop blaming, casting blame on everybody around you the reason why a you're a deadbeat or b because you don't have a job or c ain't ain't no what another line is i found from what i've heard a lot of dudes be saying this that hey you know my situation right that that lie being a product of your environment and saying that you know my situation is insane how are you a product like like if you grew up in akron ohio 
drug dealer, drug user. I'm a product of my environment. But LeBron is from your environment. How is he not a product? And then some of y'all be out here talking about you're a product of your environment because you do stupid stuff and then you get caught by the uh, police officers and then you get arrested and you get sentenced. And you want to sit up here and say, well, I'm just a product of my environment. I'm just a kid from whatever city and I'm just a product of my environment. Meanwhile, you grew up in a two-parent household. You have two other siblings. You're the only one that went to jail. The other two don't even have a police record. But you're a product of your environment. See, there's no accountability, man. No accountability. Our culture will not hold... Not it's not one another, but just holding yourself accountable. We keep pointing a finger, revolving blame, like just like it's volleyball, just blame, hot potato in it from one person to the next. And as as black men, we have to learn to stop pointing a finger at black women. We gotta learn. When do we look in the mirror and say, man, this is my fault. It's my fault that I, I am an absentee father. It's not my kid's mother's fault. You know, swall we need to learn to swallow our pride, put our ego aside and stop blaming the white man for holding us down or and I'm not saying systematic systematic racism doesn't exist <clears throat> I'm not saying that we're not oppressed but we have to take it upon ourselves to say a hey, everyday wasted is my fault you know let me reach out to my kid's mom and you know just try to talk to her converse with her smooth things over you gotta be able to have an open communication and a dialogue I want to talk to y'all about also about like what it means to have being able to have conversations with your your child's mom. And I know y'all may feel like, oh, wow, that's very like one sided because what if I need you? Know, I don't know, man. I feel like I try to say things that you can apply to like two different ends of the spectrum. So like. If I'm giving advice to a guy who is trying to find out ways that he can communicate better with his child's mom, a woman can also take that advice as well. You know, saying like I feel like it's universal. Because um, universally, my rule is, what are we arguing for? I'm not about to sit up here and argue with you. Like, I, I can't sit up here and argue with my 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 son's mom about something like we can disagree I'm not saying to not disagree but like yo man there's no need for us to like argue and when I say argue again I'm not I don't mean that you are not allowed to disagree I mean yo what are we fighting about we, we shouldn't be raising our voice we shouldn't be cursing or nothing like that like just finding healthy ways to communicate with each other finding healthy ways to communicate with one another because that's what's keeping our 
our community so distant from each other. You start to feel like someone else is trying to impede on our territory. I mean, look at gentrification. Look at those culture vultures that be out there. Like they try to they 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 penetrated our our entertainment space, and it sucks. And it doesn't even stop there. Like it's it's everywhere. Like whenever black people create a meme or anything like that, it starts to get used everywhere. Like y'all know that one meme that's going on right now from Usher's NPR concert. He does uh, watch this. He does that. Like now I'm seeing like goddamn like Arby's posting that meme like um. Or and, and Arby's probably hasn't posted it. But I'm just using, like it's like corporations using that meme that a is a a black man performing. So that's already from from our culture already, and then I'm pretty sure somebody black, like screen grabbed, screen recorded that part of him saying that and singing that. And then just making a meme out of it, making it go viral, like. But these corporations are probably uh, making more from tweeting that image out than, let's say, if I do it or something like that. Like, just culture vultures. Anyway, I can't remember what I was talking about before. Oh, accountability. Stop with the whole I'm a product of my environment crap. Stop with that, man. Stop. Stop with that because I feel like that makes white people feel like black people black people can be trusted if we just have no accountability. We just keep saying that it's everybody else's fault. Like I don't know, man. We as as black men, we have to be leaders. You know what I'm saying? We we gotta stop. We we gotta stop just pointing a finger and saying, "Yo, it's everybody else's fault." So, um, yeah, we gotta we gotta stop with that for real. Gotta have gotta have some accountability, and don't worry, I'll I'll speak on women as well, mainly as mainly. And especially black women, but as black men, like it has to start with accountability and taking on, like owning up to what we've put black women through. Like we, we've made a lot of just common everyday, just going out to the gas station, just like making that hell for them because they're scared that some dude's gonna approach them and. Like I, I do genu- genuinely believe that women are afraid of their well-being when a guy asks for their number and they just so like you know what I'm saying they just want to get about it there at that point like they want to go back home like bro I'm scared like you know um but we we need to do a better job at protecting them like in the in the instance of giving them the tools to 
don't know, like just being able to just provide things for women. You know what I'm saying? If you're not a provider type, but still being able to provide, like instead of just take, 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 take. You know what I'm saying? Like being able to provide some things. Um, we owe them that, man. It's been you know it's been decades. Okay, it's been decades of us just just treating them like trap and and then saying that it's their fault that we treat them like that. Like we're like you know what I'm saying, like man, come on, have some accountability, bro. Have some accountability. Like we need to do a better job of having accountability. Like you can't you are not allowed to dislike your kid's mom and then just be like, Well, I'm not gonna be involved in my kid's life because of that. Like can't do that. Can't do that, man. And then turn around and, and blame. Now I will say this. Women love using the whole like like if a dude says like Well it ain't my fault. Like you's the one that got pregnant and then they'll be all, you know, well I didn't get myself pregnant. But let me say this though. There there's been some women that say like um, it's 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 kind of in the same vein as that. Almost like, oh, if women say you got me pregnant, like, bruh, I didn't just accidentally like bump into you and then you got pregnant. Like, you no, know it takes two people to do. But again, that goes back to us volleying blame and just casting blame on one side versus another side but i'm gonna sign off right here man i'm gonna sign off right here i feel like i was rambling a little bit but this might be a rambling episode the next episode might be a rambling episode too but yeah i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and sign off right here man hey once again dog i love y'all i thank y'all i appreciate y'all for rocking with me for subscribing for following for commenting for sharing for liking i thank y'all this podcast would not be be like I wouldn't be able to keep doing this if it wasn't for y'all giving me that inspiration to keep going and come back and start recording again. So I, I thank y'all for that. Um, I don't really feel like I touched on what I want to touch on, but next episode I, I might go. I might be on the next episode going crazy after this one though. Like really letting us have it because I need to see our community get better. I need to see our community heal. I need to see our community um I need to see our community engage in trust in one another because it is so much dis disdain and dislike for the other side where it starts to feel like black men and black women hate each other. Like hate each other but uh, hopefully, man, I want to be the one that fixes everything. <laughs> I want to be the one that pulls everybody, that gets people together and be like, hey, man, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to sign off right here. I love y'all. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Until the next time, man, I'm going to drop this episode tomorrow, tomorrow morning, and then I'm going to drop another one. I'm trying to drop another one Saturday, but we'll see. We'll see. But I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Have a great rest of the week. The weekend is right around the corner. Um, hopefully, your week at work has been stress free, you know. But I love y'all, I appreciate y'all, man. Until next time, baby. Peace out.